Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast, where we share how functional core rehab can actually change your life. We share the stories of clients and professionals who have done Tummy Team programs, and we share so much more than that. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. I'm passionate about helping people find profound healing beyond the physical healing, but also emotional healing to be strong and pain-free for the life they were meant to live. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean, and I am excited about our interview today with Sharon um, Serwin. Her last name is spelled funny, but it's it's easy to say. Um, Sharon is um, a client of mine at the Tummy Team and also an author. And um, she wrote a book called Core, Biblical Principles, for when life gets bumpy and she asked me to contribute to part of that book and it's going to be really fun to hear a little bit more about your story and kind of hear about the book and uh, let our listeners know a little bit more about you. So how are you doing? Good. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kelly, for having me on the podcast. It really is a privilege. I feel like you're the pinnacle of the physical therapy world. So it's a privilege to be able to be with you right now. <laughs> Oh, that's very sweet. Well, I definitely uh, know, do do a unique part of physical therapy, and um, and it's fun. Um, it's I, I get to I get to help people uh, re- restore their core and kind of get their life back in ways they didn't even know were missing. Um, why don't we share a little bit about you, uh, your age, your lifestyle, kind of how you even how you kind of ran into me, so to speak. Sure. Um, My name is Sharon, as you mentioned. I am 38 and live in the Northwest, formerly from the Midwest, and we're raising our two kiddos here. I homeschool, so that means that my kids are with me all day, every day, pretty much. So I'm not a go-to-the-gym kind of girl. I'm not a diehard exerciser, but I do try to stay involved and active with the children. That might be doing frisbees or just taking a jog or walk at the park. Um, just simple things like that, but I'm not a as good of an exerciser as I probably should be at this point in my life. With everybody, I think I think being strong um, is important. Being active is being important, but exercise the way our culture has defined it um, isn't always what we need. There's sometimes other things are important, so don't should yourself. I I think you're raising a family or you're keeping active and you're keeping involved and that's, that's important work. Um, What happened to lead you to the tummy team? Many years ago, I actually was at the tummy team with another therapist. It wasn't you. It was a good therapist, but I was bummed. It wasn't with Kelly at the time. Well, Jillian. Um, Yes. And she was awesome. And I had a diastasis at the time. And so she helped me to work through that. And then honestly, my kids were so little, I kind of just, it left my mind about the importance of the core. Um, years went by. And then two years ago, I had a car accident with my kiddos and um, I was having chiropractic care and I just was really struggling to heal in my lower back specifically. And so my chiropractor said, hey, you should go see Kelly at the tummy team. I'm like, ooh, I heard her on the radio recently because I've heard your commercials. And I'm like, sure, I'll I'll get a hold of her. And so I did. I talked to you. 
and you helped me to work through my lower back problems from that car accident. Yeah, you, um, it, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's good that you share, like, you know, postpartum, you came in for some care, postpartum kind of birth recovery type mm-hmm. stuff, and you got kind of what you needed at that time to kind of get you through that season, but then you kind of compartmentalized it. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of said, okay, well, my core, I, I fixed it, you know, and then you had this accident, um, kind of, you know, unexpected um, accident. Um, and it revealed some weakness that, you know, was not letting your body heal. And, you know, what's interesting is even though you were coming from a, more of a kind of a traumatic injury than um, kind of a diastasis, which is also kind of a traumatic injury, but it's, it's, it's a different type of injury. Um, we treated it very, very similarly. We looked at it very much the same, trying to give your body stability and a connection, a deep connection to your core, looking at how you were sitting and standing and moving and recognizing what the life, you know, that of raising two kids and homeschooling demanded of you. And we, we looked at it that way. So, you know, a lot of times it's not just about a diastasis, right? Right. And it definitely helped that I had the previous year's experience with the belly breathing, because that was very new to me. Um, yeah. many years ago. And so getting refreshed by you, it definitely was neat how it helped in both areas. Yeah. And, and what, um, what, what was the transition? What about your rehab experience kind of influenced you wanting to write this book? I can tell you definitely the exact moment where God kind of was opening up my mind towards the excitement of the whole core thing was in your pre-work for my um, physical therapy, this was 18 months ago, probably, you had me watch that pre-video and it talked mm-hmm. about the importance of the core. It provides stability. Um, I'm sorry, I can't think of the word right now. One thing that wraps around. Um, oh, the transverse, the corset. Yeah, the transverse. That all of those pieces you mentioned in pre-work about the importance of the core. I'm like, whoa, this sounds like the spiritual core. Um, Mm -hmm. If the spiritual core is out of whack is if the physical core was like, wow, there's not going to be spiritual stability. So Mm -hmm. in the heart of COVID, when the state was shut down, churches were shut down. I was doing some Bible study on Google Hangouts, actually, um, with some ladies. And I was teaching this to them. I'm like, I'm learning this about the physical core with Kelly at the tummy team. And I'm like, look how this translates or correlates to the spiritual core. And so my wheels were turning at that point after your pre-work, but yeah. I didn't think about just, the book right away. Just but. like videos I send with pre-work, we send out um, videos before people come and see us in the clinic. But if you have done one of our online courses, it's like the intro videos. It's the why behind what we do, right? And and our main course is called Core Foundations. And if you think about that, we when we talk about the core we talk about it in terms of like the foundation that your house is built on. Your body is the, you know, a temple, so to speak. You're, it's the only house you're going to ever have. Right. And we're called to take care of it. And what it's, what it's grounded in, you know, is our foundation. And then there's also the scripture about, you know, do you build the house on a rock or do we build the house on the sand, you know, 
where, you know, and, and recognizing there, there are a lot of correlations. And I know that not everybody that works with us um, and not everybody that's listening is a believer, which is totally fine, but it is a, a huge part of my faith is a huge part of my life. And it's impossible for me to separate my faith from how I look at the body. And so when you started talking to me, you had just mentioned it kind of, you know, um, in passing a little bit of how this was kind of connecting dots for you. I thought, well, of course, you know, we work a lot with people and we, we talk a lot about how there's a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual component to this Mm -hmm. work. Um, And even people that have totally different faith beliefs can see the spiritual component of, of this deep kind of, um, you know, the deep, there's no other word than core work, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, that's inappropriate. I agree. Core, it can be used as a pun, you know? Yeah. yeah, It's core to our lives for sure. Yeah. It's the central stability force and it's what we build everything else on. Um, Did, did the connection to your physical core or kind of that awareness of the disconnect that you have there, did that impact the spiritual component that you were looking at? Did you see kind of when we talk about connection and disconnection of the core? I definitely thinking through both the physical and the spiritual through having my therapy with you and seeing, wow, the physical is so important and knowing that the spiritual is so important. I think through meeting with you, I'm like, wow, yes, they are connected. Um, Just the importance of them. And if one is faltering in some way, we're not going to have that stability. So spiritually speaking, like for me and in the book, I mentioned some principles for when life gets bumpy. It's like a a play on words from the car accident we had Mm -hmm. that if it weren't for that core of working through things, trusting God through the life circumstances, we'll just falter if we're not careful, just like the physical core. So there's so much inter, um, intertwining with that, that I yeah, think it's very parallel. Very, parallel. Mm-hmm, very much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about uh, the book um, and kind of how it's, how it's designed. We kind of have two parts of it. Like there's a little bit of my part, little bit, and then it's mostly your part. Um, but, uh, can you tell, tell people a little bit more about the book? I will tell you that if it weren't for your part, what I was really trying to hit at in the book would not have happened. So, um, I'm very thankful for the role that you played coming from your professional perspective and knowing it's also coming from a faith-based perspective, but Mm -hmm. how you really hit on in the first two chapters about your journey with your physical core and then going through the purposes of the core from a physical therapist's perspective, it really nails down very clearly the importance of that physical core. And so that's how the book starts, showing, hey, these are really important values of a solid core. And then from there, I take the rest of the book through applying that analogy with the spiritual core. And so I go through five specific, hopefully practical principles that um, ladies, it's mainly designed for ladies. My dad has read it, but um, <laughs> mainly designed for ladies to think through life's trials, those bumps in a way that can honor God and please God through their life journey. Yeah. And so those are the two 
major sections of the book is the physical and then using that analogy for the spiritual core. Yeah. And you tie it together pretty well. I, um, one of the things that when I read all the way through the book um, that I really appreciated was how you challenged the reader to think differently about like the bumps in the road to kind of have a different perspective. Like what we, sometimes it's not always what we think it is, right? Like we, um, you know, this thing might happen and it may seem really bad from our perspective, but you challenge the reader to kind of look at it differently or be open to looking at it differently, looking at it as God may have um, designed that kind of speed bump. You know, mm-hmm. that it was, it's not, it's not for, uh, it's not to hurt us or harm us, but it's, it's valuable and important. And I, I, I see that in the work that I do where so often um, do the clients that I work with, they have a misunderstanding of what their body is um, telling them, you know, like they'll say, oh, my body failed me, you know, if they weren't if their back went out or if they weren't able to have the birth experience they wanted or um, their body didn't bounce back after delivery or they have this severe diastasis or they're having some kind of pain. Even how we perceive pain is very, it's very negative, right? It's such a negative, oh, pain hurts. It's, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But if we can look at it as pain is um a somewhat dramatic way for our body to communicate to us so we can we stop doing something that's harming it then it changes our perspective and i appreciated that in the book that you challenged the reader to to look for a possible different perspective that we can't see when we're in the moment and i think you did a good job of that and i will tell you that after the cracks and i failed failed failed, honestly, to respond well. And, um, and that's part of the book and the introduction and throughout. I try to be open about that because we all can struggle if our heart isn't careful. So I wanted to kind of share part of my journey of my failure with that. And I did some biblical counseling through um, a Northwest church um, through a lady named Miss Rosalie. And she helped me to recapture the importance of keeping the right perspective. Like you mentioned, um, the purpose Mm -hmm. for trials aren't all bad. God can design good from them. So I failed after the car crash through very specific things in my spiritual core. And so through the book, I hope to help encourage others like, Hey, well, we're all going to have lapses in our spiritual core, but, um, if we're holding on to some really good biblical principles um, that are our foundation, yeah, yeah, we'll do much better when the next bump or the next trial strikes us. And and that's true. And I think that comes with, you know, as we get older, you know, some of the, some of the beautiful things about getting older is having weathered some trials, you know, um, and being on the other side of it and seeing the perspective and being able to look back. And I think that, Um, you know, my, um, my early mothering years were very physically challenging and physically just difficult. And I can resonate with a lot of my clients where they feel like their body has failed them and broken. And they have these different expectations of how it's going to look. And, um, and I can look back 
at all of the trials that I went through and overcame and see clearly from, you know, hindsight perspective, how um, God used those things to direct the path in the work that I do and give me tremendous amount of compassion for the clients that I'm working with. Just having my kids be a couple of stages ahead of maybe somebody that's in the trenches of those newborn years or or in that birth experience and helping them to, uh, to, to, you know, get a little bit of a, a different uh, perspective that's really compassionate and really um, understanding of what they're feeling at the time, but also helping them to realize that this is a right now feeling, not a forever feeling. Um, And I I think that, I think that looking at um, the book and recognizing how you kind of are encouraging people to, there's no shame in it. There's no shame in, Oh, you've got to get this right. You've got to, you know, go with every, you know, deal with every hard, difficult things with grace. There's no, there's no pressure for that, but it is saying, what if we looked at it this way? What, what happens when we do look at it this way? And how does that change our experience and help us through those times better? Definitely. And like you talking about the word perspective and like you said, getting things under our belt. I think if we can muster up enough strength through the small difficulties and then we'll get more moment, more spiritual momentum to be able to conquer through when times get extra tough. And we see how God has been faithful through the other things. Um, I think that is really important for perspective. Like, oh, he was trusted in that last week's situation. Let me trust him in this week's situation. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, there's so much uncertainty. It's interesting that you wrote this book during COVID, right? Um, yes. And during just the state of the uncertainty and the polarization of, you know, all of the circumstances around that are going on in just our society right now. And I also think I see a lot of that between um, different generations. There's a lot of a lot of tension between the perspective of different gener- generations of what's going on right now. And I think that this is where, like, this isn't our first rodeo. Yeah, maybe we've never had an international pandemic before, but we have. You know, if we have been through some hard times, and we've gotten on the other side and can see it differently than we did the first time. So maybe, you know, some of us are not um, going to panic the same way, you know, that maybe mm-hmm. the first major trauma that, you know, big event, you're going to feel it a little bit differently. But I think that that's like, I always try to look back at whenever I'm working with a client that doesn't know what I know, which is every client that I start with. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I just realized I remember when I didn't know this information and I remember when I didn't have this level of faith. And I remember when I didn't have some of those foundational, um, you know, experiences that I could kind of build my house on, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's on a different journey. And that's part of, you know, why we call it the tummy team journey, because people are in different places on this journey and how this is going to affect how this kind of physical therapy rehab process is going to affect people 
they is depends on where they are on that journey and every every level of it, whether physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally, you know, where they're at. And I think that maybe you coming in really struggling. I mean, your body was struggling, but I think your spirit was struggling with just the defeatedness that you were feeling from how your body wasn't healing after the mm-hmm. surgery or not surgery after the accident. Like it was that real kind of overwhelmed and desperate and a little bit of despair, kind of like I've seen a couple people I've done, I've done all these things and it's, I'm still not better. I should be better. And I'm not, you know, I, w- I was frustrated going in like at my body. Like I've been seeing chiro- good chiropractic care. Like, Hey, what am I doing wrong? What am I failing at? So there was mm-hmm. definite frustration on, and on top of some other medical things from the accident regarding right. my kids. So there was, I really struggled with my faith at that time. And that was an eye-opening time for me to realize, wow, I have a, a Bible college degree, a seminary degree. Why am I lacking in faith in this area and frustration? It was very eye-opening and humbling to me that to see my spiritual core so weak and being in despair for things out of my control. So yes, I was feeling physically frustrated and spiritually frustrated. Um, really at the same time I was failing in many ways yeah so as you started going through your physical therapy rehab process and you started to feel a little bit more stable and more connected to your core did you notice a correlation with um your spiritual health at that time your emotional health at that time I could answer that even like nowadays if if this is going to make sense i notice if i'm having a really frustrating day or frustrating circumstances i accidentally automatically will revert back to not breathing well or not sitting up well or not even trying to you know hold mm-hmm. up correctly so i would say definitely when i'm spiritually frustrated it definitely correlates to me physically not taking care of myself. I can see that even nowadays. Yes. I I totally see that. And I especially see that right now. Um, I feel like uh, our our experience with this pandemic has kind of come in waves. And the current wave that people are feeling right now is just exhaustion you know mm-hmm. like we thought we were coming out and then we kind of got hit by another wave <laughs> and kind of like you know if you're ever body surfing you thought you were at the end and then you got knocked down by an unexpected mm-hmm. wave <laughs> and you're like oh I thought I was I thought I was out of that right um and and it's harder to get up that second time and that third time and that fourth time and so what I sense in the people that I'm working with is us feeling the weight of it all and how that weight kind of just picture the weight of all the stuff that's going on and what we've been experiencing and, you know, job stuff and financial stuff and loss of community and isolation and loss of relationships and, and all of those things and, and feel the weight on of that on our shoulders and how that and kind of the protective posturing that we do kind of the fetal position that we mm-hmm. kind of find ourselves in when we're feeling low or feeling like we need to protect our core 
um, of who we are, we kind of can feel the weight of that and kind of curl up into a ball. And even though we're doing that to protect ourselves or we're feeling the weight and we're doing it without even knowing it, what happens is your core can't function there. It, 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 it starts to shut down. And so then we actually start feeling worse and then we can't get up, you know? So what I often like to tell people, and this is how I live my life too, because, you know, I'm in it too. We're all in this right now is what is the next step? That's all I need to do. What is the next step that will help me to the next step after that? And not trying to look too many steps ahead where it's like, oh, I can't, I can't, do any of those things. And if you can do that and think, okay, what if I was just going to reach my hands over my head and get nice and tall and stretch out of that fetal position and then bring my arms down and then take that breath and think about my breath on the exhale, my body hugging and supporting my core and in being supportive instead of protective posturing, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Think about that support and that nurture and that foundational strength is different than a protective rounded over posture. And if we can just shift our mindset a little bit, there is there. It, it's like it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, do I feel better physically? So my spiritual health is better or do I feel better spiritually? So my physical health, they're both. They're two sides of the same coin. Right. And so we were, we, we focus on them together. And I think that we can see, we can see at both sides. You can tell when, when you're spiritually struggling, that your body physically is struggling, but you can also tell when your body's physically struggling, that sometimes you're spiritually struggling. And so sometimes you have to look, okay, what would be the easiest, what's the easiest path out of this dark spot? Is it going the spiritual way, talking to God? Uh, praying, meditating, whatever it is for for that particular person? Um, Is it changing our posture? And sometimes changing our posture is a step of faith. Saying, I'm going to put myself in this more open posture means that I'm going to believe I'm going to be safe there and and I'm going to have the strength to do it. So I think that it's, like I said, you know, my faith is such a big part of who I am as a, a person. I can't I can't untangle them when I think about how the body and our, our soul work together. And I like that, how one can help encourage the other, like the physical and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found the resistance bands, those exercises you taught me. I know it took a while for me to catch on, but it's mm-hmm. encouraging. I have found when I'm doing those resistance bands and I'm supposed to, you know, breathe correctly through it that I can have on, that music from my church's Sunday service on my phone at the same time. I'm like, Oh, I'm helping the physical and the spiritual core. So that's mm-hmm. kind of fun for me to try to incorporate both. Right. Um, when I do the resistance band specifically. Yeah. It's a way that you are kind of um, nurturing yourself in, in on multiple, multiple levels at one time. And I think that's, I think that's super valuable. What, um, what do you wish what was your goal when you wrote the book? What do you want people to get out of the book? My main overarching goal was to be an encourager um, through how I failed in one point with 
trusting God, even when I had the right head knowledge, but I really desired to write a book that was an easy read. I didn't want it to make it too weighted down or too bogged down. I wanted it to be an easy read that could help encourage ladies in their spiritual bumps. Um, A spiritual bump could include a physical bump, like a car accident, Um, but just encouraging ladies with some easy and hopefully practical biblical principles for when their life does get bumpy. Um, God just really laid it on my heart to encourage ladies specifically in, in that area, because we all go through trials. Like that is a given. And depending on our perspective and how we make it a habit of the heart to go through those bumps can make or break our lives, quite honestly. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that you hit that goal um, from from me reading the book. I really feel like it was, it's very practical. It's very doable. It's an easy read. Um, I know it's not intended to read all at once, but you could read it at one sitting if you wanted to. Um, it it's It's intended to kind of, you know, ask you to kind of go through a process and, and take your time with it, but it's not, it's not too much. It's just the right amount. And I think that, um, I think that hopefully people, you know, whether it's, you know, people that have done work at the tummy team, or obviously people that have never even heard of the tummy team are going to read this book. And I hope that they can kind of see how beautifully created our bodies and our, our spirit is in kind of one big component, you know, that they're not separate entities that they do, you know, intertwine and affect each other and um, they can help each and support each other too. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, When you, is there one of the questions that I always ask all of our um, podcast interviewees is, um, is there anything that you wish you knew sooner about about the core or about just your journey in general? And it could be from what you learned from the tummy team, or it could be from what you learned, how the tummy team kind of inspired you and, and kind of allowed God to talk to you about the spiritual stuff. Is there something that you wish you would have known sooner? Well, I'll kind of make the car accident be my jumping point. I guess I wish I had known sooner that the core, my weak core was negatively influencing my healing. I can't say that would have ever crossed my mind. So had I seen you sooner, I would have had probably some less frustrations with my specific healing. Um, so from a physical perspective, I wish I had. For you to say because of what you know now, it's, it's, it has to kind of feel almost obvious how it's all connected because you know, now, but you didn't, you honestly didn't know that that's what it was, that that was such an important factor to your body's ability to heal that weakness. And I can't say I would have ever known that even if someone had said, oh, the core, you have a weak core. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I do have a weak core. I'd never knew before dealing with you, the value, like the core has a huge purpose. It's not like you say in the book, it's not about your six pack abs, or I would never, ever succeed if I had to have six pack abs. The core is so much that God designed it in a way to stabilize. So I loved learning about the physical core. I had no idea it was that important, really, until our time together starting 18 months ago. 
You know, what's really great about that is I, I feel like the word core sometimes can scare um, people that are not athletic minded or not fitness buffs. You know, it's like that word like core. Oh, gosh, are they going to make me work out? Are they going to make me do planks? Are they going to make me, you know, get ripped? You know, like that's not even on my radar. And so it almost feels like this, you know, not necessarily irrelevant, but it does kind of it does kind of shut the door for some people when they hear the word core and they think, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm not an athlete or I'm overweight or I've never had muscles like that. And so they just kind of turn turn off that signal. Um, but I, I think it's really important for people to realize um, how our body was designed. Our body was de- designed with muscles, not for the gym, for real life. We created gyms and barbells and dumbbells and you know weight machines and elliptical machines there were none of those in the garden of eden <laughs> you know that's true they had to work hard outside yeah. they were walking around taking care of the garden you know reaching and harvesting and plowing and and you know walking and hiking and doing all this stuff that you know our life is what our body was designed for. And there is a role or can be a role for exercise and fitness in those kind of, you know, cultural constraints, but that's not actually the design of our body. Um, Those are just tools to get back to the design or should be tools to get back to the design of our body. Really, everybody needs this foundational strength. Everybody needs the strength to be able to sit, stand, lift our kids, you know, care for our families, you know, take care of our homes, um, run in the park and play with our kids. You know, everybody needs that kind of strength and understanding kind of the function of the anatomy, how our body was designed, how it all works together. It, I hope for a lot of people, it removes that, that scary, like, Oh, I, I need to be a, an athlete or a, you know, a fitness buff to, to get a strong core when that's not really what you need at all. Right. Right. And it's like you have to think back to the purpose of it. It's not to look the coolest in a bathing suit. It's to live life fully. Yeah. Yeah. Without pain and being able to. um, Yeah. To to do all those things. And, you know, you were on a journey and you're still on a journey. I mean, not everything is perfect, but you have um, this journey has has given you a good part of your life back. Right. And. That's what's important. Yes, because before or after the car crash, um, before this point, um, even sitting on the floor doing homeschool, I'm like with one of my kids, I'm like this, I can't really do this without the pain. So something that simple um, Mm -hmm. and correcting the core better and sitting correctly doing the homeschool with Mm -hmm. my children, like I feel better getting up when I'm doing the correct thing, sitting down. Yeah, getting the strategies to set your body up so it can be successful was really key for you, for sure. I like that word strategy. Yes, um, mm-hmm. strategies are awesome. Yeah. The strategies, it's like understanding how, you know, it, if you look at, like we talked about the house kind of, or the body kind of being a house or a temple, but I also refer to it sometimes as being a machine, you know, and um, how do we, we have to understand how the machine works. And, you know, most machines, if they're just slightly out of alignment, they stop working. 
but our bodies can be in all kinds of convoluted alignments and still technically work. But there is an ideal, efficient, best way for them to work. And the more we know about that and the more we have the strategies and tools to get to that, then our body really thrives and works for us. Right. I like that. Yep. Yep. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? I guess just throwing out a bit of encouragement um, that we all will fail, whether it's, Ooh, we've done something terrible to our bodies by not being careful or failing spiritually, not to let that just throw us off course and not get back up and trying to do it again. Um, The idea of none of us is on a guaranteed trajectory of success. We have to work at it. And I'm telling that to myself where you have to do the right stuff and allow God to give you strength. And if you mess up, don't let that just destroy the rest of your planning. You have to get back up and um, do what you know is, is required. The next, what's the next right thing that I need to do? Yes. And I think that that can help us move forward and not get stuck. You know, what is just the next thing? And um, because usually when you get to the next step, it's easier to see the next step after that, you know? But some of us like to see all the steps and (laughs) know where they're going to be and not have the steps kind of moving around. But that's just not the way it works. That's not the way life is. There's, it's filled with unexpected bumps. And I think the sooner we're prepared and not surprised, by those bumps, but, you know, somewhat willing to navigate them or willing to kind of roll with it. Um, I think it, it, it gets, it gets easier and you give them some really great um, principles to base that on. And I appreciate that. Alrighty. Well, I think we're going to wrap up. I'm in our podcast notes. We are going to put a link to um, the book, which is called core biblical principles for when life gets bumpy. And um, it's, it's on Amazon now, correct? Yes, it is on Amazon ebook and the hard copy. Yeah. So, so it is available for you guys to get, if you would like it, Um, we would love to share it with you. And Um, We also will kind of um, add a couple of other resources in our podcast notes, kind of a little bit about what we talked about today and how it's all connected and give you guys some other resources. But as always, check out what we do at thetummyteam.com and reach out to us if you have questions or um, about the things that me and Sharon talked about today or about anything that we do at the Tummy Team. We would love to help you. Thank you, Sharon, for joining me. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you very much. It was really great. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey podcast. To hear more inspiring stories, subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. And of course, to get more information, check out all that we do at thetummyteam.com. We would love to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live. Mm